Welcome back to our fitness consistency series. Today, we're going to chat about the four non-negotiables. These are the four things that you actually have to acknowledge on your fitness journey. It's kind of like four legs to a table. Lose one and our foundation starts to flounder a little bit. Thanks for being here. Hey there, Kelly here, and thank you so much for joining us today. I'm honored to have you here. If you're looking for tips, habit shifts, and shortcuts to fitness consistency and the freedom that feeling great brings, you're in the right place. As the fitness consistency coach with a touch of adventure, I've been helping smart, busy women embrace fitness and long-term freedom for over 20 years. I am so glad you're here. When I started thinking about the idea of having four non-negotiables, it it kind of it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I'm not someone who likes to be told you have to do this or you have to do that. But the more I thought about it, the more I realized there are four things that if we don't pay attention to, if we don't at least give a good nod to and work with, then we don't have a good fitness foundation. So I'm going to run through them real quick today. So the first non-negotiable that I know is fuel. We have to fuel our body with good food. I am not a nutritionist. And as I, you always hear me say, there are no letters behind my name. And I know for a fact that what goes in our bodies takes care of our bodies, right? Or doesn't take care of our bodies. So think about it in a way of not not necessarily what kind of diet you're going to do because i mean there's a lot of different diets out there and there usually a diet is all about taking things away my idea is i always like to add stuff so what you want and you can follow this you can follow your own doesn't matter think about like the mediterranean diet or if you've ever read blue zones what they suggest in blue zones it's just good food it's healthy food, it's whole food, it's not a lot of um, taking away, but it's a lot of adding in things that are good for you, vegetables, fruits, grains, you know, all of the things. So find a diet that you can work with. And when I say diet, once again, I don't mean find something that you're going to take, take calories away on, but find a way of eating that works for you, that works for your body, and then sticks to it. Because this is where you're going to get your your energy and all of the things that we need to, you know, build strong bones and strong bodies, as we used to be told. So fuel is your first one. The next one is sleep. There are a few unicorns out there that can get by with maybe, you know, a couple of three hours, four hours of sleep at night. But reality is, is that almost all of us need a good, strong seven plus hours of sleep a night. Sleep does so much for us. It restores us. It restores our bodies. It restores our mind. Uh, if you if you want more information on how to you know sleep better, how to get to sleep, stay asleep, go back to episode 21, back at the very beginning. And I talk about sleep as a superpower, but I am a very big proponent of a good night's sleep. And if I have a night where I have a choice, 
The choice is I can either get a decent night's sleep or I get up early the next morning and get a workout in. I'm going to choose sleep. A good night's sleep will also allow you to wake up in the morning, not only feeling refreshed, but you don't have all those um, habit urges that we get. Like when we haven't had a good night's sleep, habit urges could be all the carbs, um, sugars, things like that, that tend to get triggered when we don't sleep well. Sleep is a bodybuilder. The next one is stress. You got to stress less. When we have a lot of stress in our body, it lowers our immunity. It increases all the stress hormones. It increases the um, weight. It increases our weight and, you know, the weight around the belly. And it just, it also, um, when we're, when we're stressed, we get triggered easier. Um, Our bad habits come to the forefront quicker. Um, It decreases our sleep. And it's just one of those things that's got a domino effect. And we're going to talk about domino effect in a second with all of these, but, but stress is one of them. And, and ways to, to get better at managing stress, movement, which we're going to talk about next, movement lowers stress, um, sleep lowers sl- stress, doing breath work, like a really simple, a really simple way of managing stress. When you re- catch yourself getting stressed or anxious as long as, of course, it's not, you know, something that you need to be dealing with a professional with, but when you're at that stressed, anxious place, just stop, slow down for just a second and give yourself five breaths. And all you have to do is as you breathe in, think about what you want to be breathing in. I breathe in relaxation. I breathe in joy. I breathe in peace, whatever it is that you want at that moment, I breathe in. And then as you exhale, say to yourself, I breathe out stress. I breathe out anxiety. I breathe out upset. I breathe out anger. Whatever it is that's getting you kind of twitched out, just take just a, I mean, that whole that whole exercise there probably takes 30 seconds. I mean, you can stretch it into a minute if you want, but it is one of the most powerful things that I know to just stop, drop, and reset your whole parasympathetic nervous system like that. And there's lots of other stuff that we've talked about, but but think about just lowering your stress however you can. Other, other ideas on stress is prayer, journaling, meditation, self-hypnosis. I mean, all those things that, oh, that we all probably give a nod to, but may not pay attention to until we really get to that point we need to. Those are the kind of things that we need to just slow down just a tad when we catch ourselves getting stressed and go back and go, okay, how can I lower my stress levels? And then the number four, the fourth non-negotiable is movement. Like we simply have to move. Movement is life. It is shown again and again and again and again in all these studies that are coming out that when we're moving and, and I'm not talking about you've got to go to the gym every day or you have to go, you know, run every day or anything like that. Moving can be a walk outside. Moving can be um, stretching. Moving can be a yoga class. Like all of the moving, what it does is it eliminates the, um, well, let me put it this way. It makes us feel better, obviously. 
And they're also finding that people who move, their brains are better. The Alzheimer's, um, even with people in, who have Alzheimer's in their family, like that gene seems to be repressed as they get older and older, as long as they continue to move. So there's like so many things. And I know I'm preaching to the choir here because y'all wouldn't be listening to me if you didn't think movement was important. But thinking about it in a way of not just for today, but for tomorrow and 20 or 30 or 40 years from now, it's one of the most important things you can do. And then if you think about it, I started... (laughs) I started to draw a circle when I was when I was thinking about the notes for today. And I thought, well, you know, all of these lead to the next. It's the whole domino um, piece that I always talk about. Like if you take that one domino and you push it, then all the other dominoes are going to fall down, right? So if you move, let's say you get a lot of, you get good movement in in your day, then you're going to automatically choose better foods. It's just what we do. You're going to sleep better you're going to have less stress. And then if you think about it, if you sleep well, then when you wake up in the morning, you have more energy. So you're going to move more. You're going to, once again, not not like, oh, desire the carbs that you do when you have a bad night's sleep. I mean, that's, <laughs> as they say, that's science too. Um, and then you have less stress and then you follow it around. If you've got, um, if you're eating right, then that is typically one of those things that will lead to better better actions and better habits. So eating well leads to moving well, leads to sleeping well, leads to not eating, overeating at night, because when you overeat at night, your sleep is worse. So it's just like these four things, they just chase each other around in a series of pretty much as far as I can tell, the non-negotiables. So just remember, when you're looking at just overall health and well-being and your fitness and feeling good forever, you want to make sure that you're you're dealing with those four non-negotiables, sleep, less stress, more movement, and good fuel. Thank you so much for being here today. And I can't wait to catch up with you next week. See you. Bye-bye. Thank you again so much for listening today. I truly appreciate the opportunity to connect. If you're ready to incorporate fitness consistency into your life, I'd love to help. I have a special gift for you. If it's a struggle to stay consistent with your fitness and you're ready for all the energy, vitality, and feeling great you can have, go to my website, fitisfreedom.com. And on the homepage, you can get a free copy of my Consistency is Key Masterclass plus a fitness plan you can follow along with, guaranteed to get you started on your path to being fit and free forever.